0: Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.
1: Privately run nursing homes have criticised what they say is a large disparity in funding per bed between their facilities and those run by the HSE under the Fair Deal Scheme. And uh, Shane Scadlin, who represents an alliance formed to help smaller run family nursing homes, is on the line and uh, good morning to Shane you've been with us before of course um this latest development now there's a um a nursing home in Cork isn't that right that uh, is pulling out of the fair deal scheme the facility will remain open only for residents paying fees privately though morning
0: Morning. Joe how are you good thanks for having me on you're welcome so, yeah, so, uh, look, I think we all saw the news that a nursing home in Cork was taking um, the decision to step away um, from the fair deal scheme. Look, it's a it's a concerning development, um, I suppose, really you have to think of the residents in that home and especially the residents that could have been relying on the scheme. But, look, ultimately here, it's a situation where um, the business itself has uh, the negotiations with the NTPF have broken down. Um, they haven't come to an agreement, and you know, it's, it's, it's very concerning. You know, right. you'd have to be thinking of the residents within the home.
1: Well, you do. I mean, that level of uncertainty, yeah. you know, often uh, at a later stage of life as well, must be difficult emotionally and psychologically for the people involved there.
0: It is must, and I suppose, you know, the the nursing home itself and the company that owned it have come out and said, look, this was not a decision that they wanted to have to make. Um, and it was completely as a last resort. And I suppose, look, it's, it's an indicator that this cost of care crisis, like Joe, we've seen multiple closures. There's been 24 since January last year. Predominantly small nursing homes. But, you know, the cost of care crisis is impacting medium and large sized nursing homes as well. Mm. Um, that That same company said that they made... You know, six million in losses last year, and look, they have huge economies of scale, um, but those big economies of scale are, are are not infinite, and you know, it's it's really starting to pinch the medium to large sized nursing homes now, and I suppose it's an indicator that this cost of care crisis is getting a hell of a lot worse.
1: Right, and is some of this to do with inflation? I mean, we often hear yes. that medically linked inflation always runs at a higher rate than in the general economy in any case.
0: It does. And, you know, I suppose each nursing home, their their rate is set out by the National Treatment Purchase Fund, the NTPF. But I suppose when we've seen the rise in inflation, we've seen many other sectors rise their prices um, in accordance with that. But if, if you're tied into a deed with the NTPF for a two, three-year period during an inflationary period, you're, you're not in a position to up up your prices at all. And that's where the cost of care will actually go up. There was a report done last year um, by J.P. Brinson Lawler and they had put it at the time a rise of maybe 184 euro per resident due to the inflation. And, you know, nursing homes um, are caught in deeds with the NTPF and they can't raise their prices accordingly. Um, this is all set by a public body.
1: Yeah, we're chatting to Shane Scanlon, who represents an alliance formed of uh, smaller run family nursing homes. And you have experience, I know, of working in yes. nursing homes in Limerick as well, of course. Um, yes. And Ty Daly, who we've often had on the show, he's the CEO mm-hmm. of Nursing Homes Ireland. Mm-hmm. He's quoted as saying HSE nursing homes are receiving an average fee under fair deal that is close to 800 euro per resident per week more. By comparison with private and voluntary counterparts.
0: Yes, yes, and and you know there's been multiple reports that have pointed um, the differences in funding, as well as NHO. You know there's been the controller orders, a general report, the value for money report, and they've all asked that as a review of the fair deal scheme um, is required. But look, our lines of small nursing homes. Um, Look, we're pointing that out as well. And ultimately, you know, we're trying to make this resident focus. So for ourselves, four out of five, there's 80% of the nursing home sector is private, 20% public. From our perspective, that's four out of five residents that are severely underfunded versus the one resident that's in a public uh, nursing home.
1: And the other point is that, you know, whatever age you are listening to our conversation mm-hmm. this morning, this has an impact now and certainly in the future. You know, you may have grandparents or parents who need to use nursing homes. Um, also, mm-hmm. there's the fair deal element, of course, um, mm-hmm. and how that works. And then, does the truth of the matter, this is the time when we need more such facilities, we probably don't have enough of them in the country. When you look at our demographics and uh, the ageing population here,
0: yeah, we've look. We need fourteen thousand beds extra for by twenty thirty one to meet the needs of an ageing population in Ireland. Um, put so, and we have been in the last... closing.
1: That's the point.
0: We... Yeah, I mean, we've nursing homes closing. Um, I had a meeting with Minister Butler in January. She made a point, look, X amount closed. We were up 88 beds, and my point to that was, but I don't think the beds were returned in the areas that lost them. Um, Yeah, that's a very good
1: point, of course, because it it requires uh, local attention, doesn't it?
0: It does, it does. I mean, all of these small, medium-sized, large nursing homes that, are currently under pressure. I mean, they're very important to the communities that they're in. They're very important, not just even to the residents that are cared there, but they're huge employers. Um, they've a huge knock-on effect for local suppliers. But look, as I said, because you know, but,
1: as, I mean, the pressure that people are under in their day-to-day lives, mm-hmm. and you know, couples trying to hold on to to jobs and their childcare mm-hmm. issues and everything else. If the nursing home, if the care facility is not close by, then clearly it restricts their ability to pop in and out, to interact with the person who's in there on a frequent basis, to get a sense of how they're uh, doing. Uh, you know, it's not much use in Limerick if the bed is in Monaghan.
0: No, and it's not use if you were to travel even as far as, well, maybe not that far, but as far as Cork. But look, we need extra beds. There's been a complete stall in investment into the country and building. That's very evident over the last 12 months due to this cost of care crisis. So if you don't have uh, I suppose, a situation that's favourable to invest into the country to develop more beds on a public and private basis, um, you're only going to lead in one direction, and that's, that's going to be a nursing home bed crisis.
1: Right, and Chain, the idea then of only private residents, those not using the Fair Deal scheme, being able to Ooh. access certain care beds around the country, uh, how serious could that end up being?
0: Well, look, we've seen, we've seen one nursing home take this decision and many more large groups are maybe taking the decision. But I suppose, I, I'll just point out, for a small, single-owned nursing home to take this decision, for example, I'm in charge of a nursing home in Listall, this is Listall Lodge, and if we were to take a decision to go fully private, like, 93% of our residents are reliant on the fair deal scheme. Like, that is not a decision that we could take. Like, if, it would close within a month. Because so what you're
1: saying then is that for a lot of nursing homes around the country, there is actually only a binary choice. Stick with it or close completely.
0: Well, we're, you know, our, our residents are completely reliant on the scheme and that's, that's a government scheme that funds the nursing home. We've 93% of our residents are reliant on the scheme. I mean, we couldn't operate a business with the amount of staff we now, are, have. The one on thing the... is, I
1: mean, obviously you and your mm-hmm. staff and the residents... You know they're all constituents of TDs, including mm-hmm. in many cases government TDs. So yes. why isn't the boat been put in here? What's going on?
0: Well, you know I've, I've been asking this question myself for a, for a long while. This 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 matter has been getting significantly worse, and we've raised this um, at government level, our alliance, and we've had meetings, and we had a recent meeting with Minister Butler. And ultimately, what needs to change is a change in the legislation. So, uh, you know, the government's hands are tied in how they could direct the NTPF to operate. What needs to happen is a change in the legislation that governs how the NTPF works. So that's the Nursing Home Support Scheme Act 2009, specifically sections 40, 41, 3A2, or 3B2. They're the specific sections that we need to... Get looked right. at and changed. And we're going to be approaching the minister on that and other opposition parties.
1: Okay, okay. Well, listen, we will certainly come back to you and to others. This is relevant to people, as I say, regardless of their age. Um, listening, you know, they'll have family members directly impacted now, or perhaps they'll have to think about it themselves in the future. Shane Scanlon, who represents an alliance formed to help smaller uh, run family nursing homes and runs a nursing home himself just over the border in Listowel. Thank you.